Welcome to the Inspiring Educators Podcast, a space where you can let go, learn, laugh, and be inspired. Let's begin with introductions of our Inspiring Educators. Inspiring Educators, introduce yourselves. Hi, everybody. It's Lila, the Educator Motivator. My Twitter handle being at Miss Lila Noor, M-S-L-A-I-L-A-N-U-R, coming to you from Los Angeles. I am currently the CPM Regional Coordinator for LAUSD, as well as a six-year master teacher with Math for America. And I'm also in the classroom at an all-girls middle and high school um, teaching between 6th and 11th grade. And this week, I am grateful for a positive attitude. Um, It's really easy. for me, I would probably say for a lot of people to kind of, you know, dwell on the negativity that happens throughout each day or even the week and keep coming back to it. But I've really been trying to focus on the positives and the things that are going well to keep my spirits up because I have so much to do. So um, it's, it's really important for me to start working on my positive attitude and it's, it's been improving. So I'm really grateful for that. And hello, everyone. Coach Jay here, Jadrian Grimes, uh, coming to you live and direct from Atlanta, Georgia. I spent 13 years in banking and now transitioning to a new career in youth development and education. Um, What I'm grateful for this week, I'm actually grateful for my nephew. Uh, I had an opportunity to speak with him earlier. We try to speak about four or five times a week. He's five years old, uh, still down in South Georgia. Um, And why I'm grateful, because he had been having some behavioral issues Um, earlier part of the school year. So I've been having him call me every day after school to kind of touch point, get a temperature check and kind of see what's going on. I've been in contact with his teachers and the principal there um, to have an extra set of eyes and ears on it. He's been coming around. I'm thankful for that. And in his fourth football game ever in his career that he's played, he's only five. He made the game winning tackle tonight in the game. Actually, it was a flagpole, but it counts as a tackle. So <laughs> I'm excited about that, and I'm happy for him, and I'm just grateful for my nephew, Jason. So shout out to him. Hey, Jason. Hey, good, good work. This is Dr. Christopher Childs. You're an academic rock star. I'm a mathematics specialist. I work with K-12 through teachers and students across the country, just helping people improve mathematics education experiences. This week, I'm grateful for my younger cousin, Kales. This past weekend, we went to the University of Miami on a college tour. And that was huge because throughout his life, I've been instilling in him the importance of going, of going to college. So him getting on a college campus, this is one of his first times like on a major college campus. And he had a good time. So I'm excited. We're getting ready for the application process. But I'm grateful for him and what he's doing. That's awesome. Good stuff. This week, we have an exciting topic for you all, humor in education. Humor activates the brain's dopamine reward system, stimulating goal-oriented motivation and long-term memory, which means that humor can improve retention of students of all ages. The contagious nature of humor naturally builds a sense of community by lowering the defenses and bringing individuals together. Studies on this issue indicate the importance of using humor in the process of capturing and maintaining students' attention and creating a positive relationship between teachers and students and reducing stress, tension in the classroom, facilitating learning, and supporting a good retention. 
Developing Creativity and Streamlining Teaching in General. So since we're dealing with this week with humor and education, I have a joke for everybody. Let's start off. Knock, knock. Who's there? Abe. <laughs> Abe who? Abe, C-D-E-F-G. <laughs> no kind of sort of. All right, I got one more. I actually like that. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Anita. I need her to borrow a pencil. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. So, okay, <laughs> I, I am a comic on the side. I guess they're not <laughs> laughing at my jokes, but I have some more in this episode. As we think about humor, but not just knock knock jokes and typical stand up comedy, humor in the classroom is a huge deal. And Lila has used humor in her classroom. So, Lila, tell us about some experiences with you and humor in the classroom. Every day, all day. is jokes um I feel like to be honest with you a lot of kids wouldn't even want to be in my class if I didn't joke with them as much as I do uh you know my jokes aren't focused on any characteristics of students you know sometimes they're related to the math but a lot of times it's just about our interactions that we're having you know where I'm, I'm seeing something that they're doing or something they've said or you know some exciting moment or I turn around and somebody's dancing and I make a face and you know a lot of times my humor is silent to be honest with you um I have the the <laughs> Some of you want to know what I'm talking about, the black mama face, <laughs> where, <laughs> where you kind of just look and people know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, like I have that interaction. I think it's a really quiet girl in my class, for instance, um, in Algebra 2, and she came after school last week and was asking me something, but she got kind of snippy at one point, and then I just kind of took it from there. And every time she says something, she wasn't even loud. I was just like, Emily, why are you yelling at me? Can you please lower your voice? She's like, Miss, I'm not yelling. I said, so now I'm a liar. And so I just kind of went with that kind of energy. And I mean, she's in tears and she's back the next week. Like, oh, Miss, you gonna clown me again? I'm just here to get some help. But again, I haven't seen them this often in office hours, but now I do. And so I often have these moments just to, to make kids feel comfortable and to laugh and smile. Math isn't one of those things where everybody wants to smile and you know, they have that opportunity to, even if it's not about the math, we're smiling about something in here today. Whether it's me or you or all of us, somebody going to smile. And how, how important is that? I like to ask, like, just to the vibe of the classroom. Like, cause you you know, you're very, very bubbly personality. And it seems like you're just able to be you in the classroom. Like, how does that affect, like, the class or set the tone of the day? Yeah, it's definitely a me thing, not to say that everybody, you know, other people can't be, you know, humorous in class, but I think for me, it definitely allows my students to be themselves and to feel like that effective filter is being lowered so that they can actually say, hey, I have a question, you know, or, you know, the unfortunate thing is a lot of kids when they make mistakes, they're like, oh, I'm so dumb. And I'd be like, oh, no, not dumb. We just made a mistake, you know. Or, you know, I'll, I'll phrase it in some sort of way and be like, okay, yeah, miss, you know, because we kind of have that, we're not friends, I'm definitely the teacher, but it's still something a little lower than teacher in, in a sense that we have that ability to kind of have the witty banter or to have the, the, com- the comedic interaction. So for me, it's super important. I had a student, I had the students do surveys uh, for constructive criticism last week and one of the girls wrote, actually the same girl from 
the beginning of the year who we had a red flag about, same girl wrote, <laughs> she's like, you know, miss, like, I just like, like your class was all chill and whatnot. Like, and I could just like be myself and, you know, we'd be laughing and whatnot and we listen to the music and then I'd be wanting to do math. And that's literally how she wrote it. Like, I don't even try to be funny. That's how, it, that's how she wrote it. But to me, again, that's like for her to want to be in the class and express that to me was, you know, like it, it means a lot to say, okay, it makes a difference in terms of how my students feel about math and in the class. I think it shows them that you're a human. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of times you have to come across as a teacher, as the wise person in the room, the know-it-all. But it's like kind of thinking about just how can I show you kids I'm a real live person just like you? Yeah. And this yeah. Is, I'm the authoritative figure in the classroom. Yeah. yeah. I juggle all my states and everything. And it helps keep you, it's relevant, all right? Because, I mean, I guess they're still children, right? But still, you know, they experience things outside of school. They listen to certain music. They watch certain TV shows, whatever it is that they like. And whenever you can, you know, kind of couple that with your personality and add humor to it, I mean, it helps keep you relevant. Like, it helps keep you hip. I think that's who students want to learn from. Like, that's who they want to be around. I know it helps me when I'm coaching on the football field. When I, I may say something, a rap lyric from a song, and, you know, you may look at me like, Coach Jay, you, you know about that? Like, yeah. So it's an automatic, like, click then, and he'll start rapping a verse, or we'll crack a joke or something like that. Because um, I'm known as, like, the cool coach, Jay. I don't yell, I don't fuss, I don't curse. Like, I pride myself on doing that uh, with the kids. I mean, and it works. I'm just able to be me, you know, and it's nothing forced. And the kids seem to grasp the concepts better when it's like that. It's looser. It's a looser environment, but yet, constrained now we still have you know authority over everything that's going on but you're a i'm able to be me like you're able to be you in your class chris i know you have some examples it just helps with the entire environment and just loosens it up so makes it fun yeah i think it makes it fun and it's genuine like when the yeah. jokes are genuine that what yeah. makes it best because students can tell as the same thing when you're on the coaching coaching field the players can tell when it's not genuine oh yeah like, you know you're trying too hard to make it funny like just naturally, just just do what you do. Yeah, yeah. I I think um, something I did was is last week in algebra two we were learning about parent functions and transformations and, um, you know, a lot of them are like, what? What's the parent function? Like, what are you talking about? What's that? What's this one? You know, I'm trying to really understand the concept because it was thrown at them a little bit. I was like, okay, let's back it up. This is the OG function right here. <laughs> this is the OG. OG function. This is the OG. <laughs> And from this OG, we make little OGs because they change to transform through the times. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, the OG function. <laughs> like, Or yeah. even certain acronyms I say with the accent just because, like, the zero product property, I say zip it, pet. Kids remember it just because I say zip it, pet. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's, it's funny to them. I don't know why, but it is. So one of the jokes I like to use, and I only use this when I'm working in an adult workshop, so just want to clarify and preface it. <laughs> I say today's topic, we're going to talk about my favorite F word. Mm. And it's fractions. Oh. But the audience automatically goes to another yeah. mental yeah. state. But yeah. again, it's just humor, just to lighten the crowd. And one of the things we have to think about, especially our listeners, when you think about the humor, the humor that you use, 
If you're in doubt about a joke, bite your tongue. It's better to miss a few laughs than risk if offending or insulting your students. Again, it's, it's having that balance too with the jokes. Once you get to know your students and build that relationship, you can crack a lot of different jokes. But if you don't know your students or your audience, it, it, I will hit on the side of, hey, let that joke go, as opposed to trying to force a joke down uh, the students or your audience. Yeah, my, I would never tell jokes that are based on culture, ethnicity, race, sex, um, gender, like uh, disability, religion. I'm not telling jokes based on those things. It's based on who are, you know, what, what the environment feels like. Because some classes I can't tell the same jokes as I do in other classes. It was based on the relationship we all have as a unit and the personalities within there. And, and the, like you said, the relationship that we built, you know, I'm not joking about what you're wearing or what your hair look like or you know anything like that but um and if I do and this is this is again the thin line uh, but based on me knowing my students if I do joke about something that has to do directly with that student it's something that I'm trying to help them with right so for instance I joke with the student I'm like dang girl like yo papers is falling out like what's in the bottom of that bag I know it's dirty bananas like I need you to get it together it's like this is a struggle you're struggling right now but at the end of the day I was also like let's sit down and figure out how to organize things better because I don't need you out here struggling representing us like this and so whether I'm you know I'm joking but at the same time I'm actually trying to implement something or, or put something in place to help you with that thing I think that's a good idea. You look, you think about how can it benefit the students. I remember my students knew I was the king joker on campus and they would come into the class and let's say they're having a bad day. And, you know, students would tell you, hey, Mr. Childs, I'm not feeling well today or something's going on. I'm not really going to joke today. I just want to, you know, get in and get out. And my response would be, you know, most teachers say, okay, my response is always, all right, I won't bother you today, but don't worry, tomorrow I'll bring the jokes back. I'm going to get you tomorrow. <laughs> Just to let them know that we still going to have a fun, light mood and atmosphere. Yeah. You were good one because I still, I, people come in, they be looking all mad. I said, you going to smile today. <laughs> you going to smile today. And I don't, and like, and that's just my thing. I know people are going through stuff. Even if somebody's out in the hallway, pouring their soul out, sobbing and crying to me, I'm going to make you laugh in the middle of these tears. Yeah. Because it's going to make you feel better at the end of the day for you to just smile instead of, crowning and, and crying and everything else you got going. You'll probably still cry. You'll probably still be sad, but you're going to smile at least one. Yeah, spot on. I think a lot of that to echo both of y'all sentiments is called a mantra that I live by is knowing your personnel. Like you around these children so much every day. You know this kid from that kid, from that kid, from that kid. And, and one thing I'll say before we move on, what helped me, um, it was on a Monday, two weeks ago, we lost a football game. Devastating loss. Kids came to practice on Monday. Everybody was down. But I was upbeat, like cracking jokes, like talking. So they're like, wait, like he, he cool? Yeah, because we got to move on. That's over with. We got to get ready for the next game. It helps them. My energy helped them. Me cracking jokes and still being my loose free self at practice helped them as opposed to coming in and yelling at them and fussing and let's run and let's do this and let's do that. And that translated over to a victory on the next week, I think, because we had a solid week of practice because we were a lot looser. Like everything wasn't tense at practice. We still was able to be ourselves 
And uh, we pulled out a win that Saturday, man. So knowing your personnel helps a whole lot. That's cute. Just like when knowing your students in the classroom, you have to know when and what time. As Lila pointed out earlier, a joke in first period, that joke may not go well in second period. So just knowing who was around you at the time. One of the jokes I had with my male students, just because obviously as teachers, we have parent parental contact information available. So anytime my male students would act up, I say, I know you don't want me to call your mama. <laughs> I just talked to her. Do you want me to call your mama again? Yeah. It was jokingly, but then they knew in reality, I actually could call their mother. Yeah. And I remember when they come in for parent teacher night and the first person I would say, hey, that's your mom. Let me meet her. And that was like our ongoing inside joke. Like, hey, I actually met your mom. So we just kept it light, but it was still one of those things, a bonding moment for me and the students and just an ongoing joke. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell me that back in school. It's straightened up and flying right. Oh, I man. Call my mom. <laughs> so, I, true story. I had one student. He was the coolest kid on campus, come to school late, had the nicest shoes, cell phone at the time. And the only way I could control him is literally I would pick up the phone and say, I'm calling your mom. <laughs> and he would, he would straighten up. Like, the coolest kid in school would just sit quietly. And one day, he pushed the limits. Yeah. Last time I'm calling your mom. You're not gonna call my mom. I called her and put her on speakerphone in front of the entire class. Oh man. And he went from you're not gonna do this to this to yes, mommy. I'm sorry, mommy. I'll be home today, mommy. Oh yeah. That got your attention. (laughs) It definitely got his attention. Definitely got his attention. And that also I guarantee you that helped that entire classroom. Like Mr. Childs will call my mom or my dad. We better straighten up and fly right. On the spot, on the yeah. spot. On the spot. When you think about the positive effects of using humor in your classroom each day, both for your students and for yourself, it can increase enthusiasm and confidence as, we, as we've talked about, joy and happiness, optimism. And as Lila pointed out, the willingness to take risks. You'll be surprised when you have that light, fun environment in your classroom. Students are more apt to take risks because they know if it's wrong, we're going to laugh about it. If it's right, we're going to laugh about it. And this is a big one. It reduces stress. Yeah. Think about how much stress can be reduced, especially in tense testing times, if you just cracked a joke or two or just laughed a little bit. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I, I think going back to what you said earlier, it's got to be organic. It's got to be authentic. I mean, I know Chris gave uh, us a couple knock-knock joints. but <laughs> They were classic. Yeah, don't they were, they were classic. My people, my people, don't say those. Um, <laughs> so don't you're not you're not going in there with you know the, the I don't know the doc doc joke or you know that typical that corny. Why did why was six afraid of seven? Because seven eight nine. Oh, <laughs> that was a good one. Oh my goodness, have you never heard that? <laughs> I hadn't heard it either. Are you serious? Wow. See? That yes. was a good joke. I'm, what? Okay, so yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones that I know, like that are super corny, have been recycled, used a, a bunch of times. So I, I would encourage you, you know, definitely if you can make the jokes about the math topics that you're on, you know, cool, but really and truly it's about, you know, creating those inter- interpersonal moments with your students. Like me and Emily will forever have that moment where I was acting like Emily was cutting up and she was really just sitting there being quiet. 
<laughs> and I kept making a big deal out of it, you know? Um, so creating those moments that students aren't going to forget. They're going to feel like, oh, okay, like that's that joke that I had with Ms. Nur, you know, or Coach J or, you know, Dr. Child. Like those, that's, those are the jokes that we will forever remember. And, and the funny thing about jokes, my students come up to me this day and these jokes are like 10 years old, I told in class. And they remind me, and they remember the time and date. You remember on this day you said this joke? Mm-hmm. And most of the time I play along. I'm like, I've told so many jokes. I'm like, I don't remember it, but I play along and laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but my kids definitely know I would joke on you. I joke on your family. Anything that I can joke about, I push the limits of my jokes in the classroom. And I think both of y'all can say too, as educators, like it helped y'all throughout the day. Like when it was looser, not only the students, like when it was a little more looser in the classroom, like didn't y'all feel like less stress, less pressure? You smiled, you laughed. Didn't that help y'all? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'd make sure to juggle myself too. I don't want to always put it on the students, but yeah. Ms. Nur is an easy target because my level of clumsy, my level of forgetfulness, I can't spell. Like, it's all up for grabs. Like, you can start taking shots at me at any point in time. I remember one year I went to go sit down in a chair. I got a chair right next to my uh, document camera, my laptop. It's always there. Supposedly, one of the students grabbed it when I wasn't looking because they wanted to sit somewhere else. I go to sit down. It's the slowest fall of my life. <laughs> wow. In the air, sliding down the back wall, trying to figure out what chair is at. And I must have laughed about this about probably like three weeks straight. It was like, oh. Hmm? Here's, here's the operative question. Did someone take out the phone and yell Rural Star when they saw you fall? <laughs> they did not. They did not. <laughs> they knew Rural Star. But it was definitely a moment where they were, I mean, everybody, they were like, oh, Miss Kizzy from next class came in and was like, oh, yeah. We uh we seen on the Twitter on, on tweet they they somebody tweeted that uh <laughs> that you fell out your chair. What was that like? How you feeling? <laughs> and so then it just becomes a big clown moment. Like okay, it's not her. I'm clumsy. I fall out my chair. That's fine. <laughs> like I'm I'm okay with that. And, and that's one of the keys, my listeners. You gotta laugh at yourself. Like you gotta make it a two way street with the jokes, not just you cracking jokes, but sometimes just laugh at yourself. The cur- the quirky things you do as a teacher. Yep. As we close out this week's hot topic, humor and education, any any last thoughts, Jadrin and Lila? I mean, I I think we've said so much. Yeah, just just really be willing to to open up and be yourself. I I don't think there's many of us out there who can say we don't like a good joke. So if that is you, then oh, I'm sorry. Um, but you know, most of us, we, we want to laugh about something throughout the day. We want to smile. We want to engage in something that's entertaining for us. So open up and be yourself, you know, learn where that limit lies and how to switch off. Like I'm, I'm Lila all the time, all day, every day. Only difference is I know how to switch from inappropriate language to the appropriate language. (laughs) That's, that's me. So I'm, I'm, I'm me a hundred it just it just alters a little bit. So be yourself and laugh about stuff. I echo that sentiment, guys. Be you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, have fun. I mean, you want non-stress days. Like laughing is is <laughs> laughing is one of the highlights of my day. Like I love to laugh. I love to stay in a good mood. 
Um, and I know the majority of the listeners of you two as well. So let that allow that to translate over to your classroom. It's it's much funner. Um, and I think we get better results when it's a looser environment. So uh, have fun. Be you. Absolutely. Have fun. Be you and bring the content to life. Like humor is fun. Humor is great in the classroom, but still keep the focus on the educational component of why the students are there and you intertwine the two things together. So as we think about humor in the classroom, every teacher's goal is to be effective in the classroom and to help students learn. Educators want their students to be eager and engaged. Humor has the power to fuel that engagement. So this week, we're gonna challenge each of our listeners to try something humorous in the classroom. Tweet us, use the hashtag inspiring educators. We wanna see what you're doing to involve humor in your classroom. If it works, let us know. If it does not work, let us know so we, get, so we can talk about it some more. What are some things that are working and not working? As we think about humor, I want to transition into an important moment on the show. And this moment is what we call our inspirational moment. Our inspirational moment is designed to encourage you for another week, encourage you for what you do as educators each and every day. This week, this week's inspirational moment is brought to you by the one and only Miss Lila. All right. So I remember when I first will, you know, being in my teacher education program before I started teaching in, we heard a lot of, uh, what is it? The first, the first five weeks or the first uh, two months, don't smile, be mean, <laughs> be serious. You don't want to make them seem like you're too easy or you can be ran over. Like you got to be stern, strict. Um, and I never, I never believed that. <laughs> I never did it. I thought it was absurd because I can't see myself just sitting around with a straight face all day. I think that it's so important that we make these connections, not just with our students, but with, you know, teachers to teachers, principals to teachers, with amongst everybody in the school, where we feel like we can sit down and we can laugh about things in a lighthearted way. You have the ability to, as Chris said, bring your content to life and, and create an environment that's so uplifting and lighthearted and that makes kids run to your classroom, that makes them want to be there, I, that makes them sad when they miss being in your space. And that also that comes with being able to create these comedic moments where everybody's excited, everybody can laugh and, and joke, and maybe everybody don't laugh, I'll, I'll take that, but everybody not gonna laugh. But depending on how many you tell in a day, somebody gonna laugh at some point, and you're gonna, you're gonna hit everybody. and. It's so vital that you feel comfortable being yourself and allowing kids to be themselves and talk about the math in terms of humor. Have kids make comedic comic strips about, you know, a particular topic, you know, have them create a, a cartoon, like have them do all sorts of things, a voiceover, a video that has humor in it. There's so many different opportunities for students to be able to express themselves as well as you. And you have to model that first. So you can't expect your kids to do something that you don't model first. Be funny. Enjoy your time. Enjoy class. Laugh. That was awesome. That was awesome. Bye. Laugh. Laugh. Any last minute thoughts, Lila, Jadrian? No, I, I think that you all know what the deal is. You know what your goal is. You know what the task is. Just go out and do it and, and create those moments that your students are going to remember forever. 
incorporate fun, ladies and gentlemen. Incorporate it every single day that you have an opportunity to in the classroom. And uh, tweet me at Jadrian Grimes, J-A-D-R-I-E-N-G-R-I-M-E-S. If you have some funny jokes that you may crack this week that may work in your classroom, I may want to use it on the football field. So you know tweet. You gotta log in first, Adrian, right? You know, you got to log in. Shade. Hater. <laughs> you can forget the tweets. Okay. Still yeah, going to tweet me. Like, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> good. Sure, my knock knock jokes didn't go over well early. I want to try <laughs> one more before we leave. Good guy. This is between the student and the teacher. The student says to the teacher, teacher, would you punish me for something I didn't do? The teacher said, of course not. The student says, good, because I didn't do my homework. <laughs> I know the listeners are laughing, dying laughing as you're listening to this podcast. Dog ate laughing. Might be a little chuckle. Dog ate my homework. This has been the Inspiring Educators Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Anything you want us to do, anything you want us to talk about, hit us up. We're on Twitter. We're on the different social media platforms. Hashtag Inspiring Educators. We out. Peace out, peeps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta stop that. <laughs>